Happy Fat Tuesday, everybody. It may not seem like a big deal, but it definitely is that Willie Green was at Mardi Gras parades last night. Plus, Devontae Graham has been great in his bench role. Trey Murphy heads to the G League. It's the Tuesday edition of Locked On Pelicans. Let's go. You are Locked On Pelicans, your daily New Orleans Pelicans podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to another edition of Locked On Pelicans, the daily podcast covering your favorite team, the New Orleans Pelicans and NBA, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day, available wherever you get your podcasts and available on YouTube. I'm your host, Pelicans Insider, credential member of the media, Jake Madison, at Nola Jake on Twitter. Here with you all on this Tuesday. Happy Fat Tuesday. Happy Mardi Gras day. We're here today. By the time you're probably watching this, I'm in the street somewhere, hopefully jumping into St. Anne and getting into the French Quarter. And I hope you are celebrating if you're local or not local because it's a very, very fun day. We'll see about a show tomorrow. There's a chance I might be able to record. We're going we're gonna to see as the day goes on if that's, if that's going to happen. And thank you for making Locked On Pelicans your first listen every day. We're free and available five days a week for you all, breaking down everything you want to know about this team, the good, the bad, and everything in between. But we're happy right now, right? Pelicans on a winning streak coming out of the All-Star break. Things looking good. The vibes around this team are basically perfection at the moment. We don't even need to talk about Zion Williamson or anything like that. We're just kind of happy the Pelicans get another game tomorrow on Wednesday where they will be taking on the Sacramento Kings. So today's episode, I ran into Willie Green at the parades last night. That was pretty cool. And I'm going to explain why that is actually a bigger deal than you might think. And then let's talk about Devontae Graham off the bench. He's been really efficient in there. Why? What's kind of changed? Why is this only a good thing for the team? And then Trey Murphy getting some minutes in the G League. So let's talk about Willie Green. I was out at Orpheus yesterday with some friends. I'm not going to kind of say where or anything because I actually think Willie lives around that area. And was like running to use a bathroom and came across Pelicans head coach Willie Green. Clearly had just gotten off the plane. By the way, it is two bags with him, his roller bags, um, dressed in like a uh, black, all black, like Nike kind of like two piece jumpsuit, things like that. Looked like he had just gotten there. It was more about the middle of the parade or so. Um, and this is awesome. The Pelicans practiced in El Segundo on Monday. They stayed overnight in L.A. after the big win over the Los Angeles Lakers Sunday night. Practiced, then must have gotten on the team charter, flew out, landed. And then he went like straight to the parades or if that's where he lives, it's in that area. Anyway, Todd Graffinini, radio voice of the Pelicans, even said as much that they had just landed and Willie Green was like out there. This is awesome. Everyone was leaving him alone. I don't even know if people recognized him in the beginning for where he was. And then my girlfriend went over after I kind of had walked by and said hi to him to give him his first Mardi Gras beads ever because he didn't have any on. He was just kind of chilling in the back. This is this is cool, right? Like it's cool. Yeah, he's the head coach of the Pelicans. He should be at Mardi Gras, except most of them normally aren't. They're on the road. They're not here. And when you think about kind of what Willie Green is saying in trying to instill in the players things that David Griffin has said before too, right? They want this team to kind of play with the spirit of the city. What's that even mean, right? Like, what does that even mean? In the first place, let alone for someone like David Griffin, who is not from here, has only lived here for a very short period of time to come in and say something like that. Willie Green has said that, too. And it's been well documented, particularly over at NOLA.com, that Willie Green, you know, played one year in New Orleans. That's it. 
and is now the head coach in his first year. It's not like he spent a significant amount of time here to be able to be like, this is totally the identity of the city of New Orleans, right? To do that, you need to immerse yourself in the city. All aspects of it, not just one or two parts, not just at the restaurants or the French Quarter. You need to experience other parts of this. So whether Willie, Willie Green lives on the parade route exactly or not, the fact that he, after, what, a, a couple days on the road, clearly living out of two bags, right? Coaching games, you're busy, you're tired, you're probably reviewing things on the plane flight back. To go out and immerse himself in the city speaks to how you build something like that, that he wants to experience this sort of stuff and get into this sort of stuff to kind of understand it more. So I actually think it's a big deal that he was out there, right? This is something that, to an extent, I think, undermined a guy like Stan Van Gundy a little bit. I don't think he was a very good coach here. And clearly his ability to relate to players, not all that great. He got screwed to an extent by COVID. He, he didn't even have meals in the city. He couldn't even go out and like eat at restaurants. That's how restrictive it was and things like that for him. So he was never able to immerse himself in the city to kind of understand some of what people who live here and have lived here are like and those sorts of things. Willie Green's able to do that and then bring that to the team. And he's very good at that sort of stuff. Right. It feels like he's very good at that sort of thing, being able to kind of relate people to other things. And we're going to talk about that when we talk about Devontae Graham in the next segment. Will Green went over to his house to sit down with him and talk more about the role that he envisions for him and to get his buy in on all of that. Will Green on this part of it is doing everything right, everything correct. He was so nice to the very few people that went up to him. A friend of mine went up to him, wanted to just go say like, hi coach, like you're awesome. I love having you here. So these guys go over to him and basically like, hey coach, you're doing an awesome job. Like really appreciate you. And before, instead of just being like, thanks and kind of turning away, getting away from these guys, he goes, hey, by the way, I'm Willie. And like introduces himself to these people who clearly already know who he is. I love that. I freaking love that. Like, Willie Green, who doesn't want to be bothered, you know, or he might not want to be bothered. I actually think he doesn't mind, but you get it, right? Famous people make a lot of money, big deals. Like, don't want to be bothered. And New Orleans is largely very good about that sort of thing. So my girlfriend running up to him and being like, hey, I just want to give you this. And he said, like, thank you. He was genuinely appreciative that she just gave, like, one strand of beads that she had had over to him. That's awesome. Look, it's cheap plastic, right? But it's fun and we love this stuff. And to see Willie Green embracing that and being part of that is something that's only going to make him more successful as a head coach in New Orleans. And not all of them do this stuff. Some of them do. I've run into Alvin Gentry while out before. I'd run into Dell Demps before while out at like kind of different events. That magazine, what, the Champagne Stroller, everything that, everything that goes on there. Like I've seen them both out at that and at other things. That's good. This is an important thing. But I don't think this is anything Monty Williams was doing, who's living in, you know, in Jefferson Parish. So for Willie Green to really be embracing the city, that's how you kind of make your team play like the city. And it's not just like words from someone who hasn't been here. He's got to kind of learn this and understand that a little bit more. And he definitely is. And it was just very cool to see him out. And again, I do think this is a bigger deal. He could have just been tired. He could have just gone home and gone to sleep. Or prepped. Instead, he wanted to go enjoy himself a little bit, go take in this thing that is very unique to the city that we live in, the region that we live in. Totally awesome to see him out there uh, at, 
uh, Orpheus and be getting a chance to see some things. And I'm sure these guys are going to be out. They have an off day today. I don't know if the players are going to be out necessarily, but some of them might with a home game on Wednesday. So keep an eye out for for Pell's players and things like that. And also shout out to everyone who said hi to me when I was walking around the route. I know a lot of you came up and I really appreciate it. Fun to meet the Pelicans fans out there and hear and see all of your passion. So I appreciate you all coming and saying hi if you saw me walking around. So coming up next, let's talk about Devontae Graham off the bench. Much, 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 much more efficient. That's only a good thing for this team. Let's talk about it coming up here next in today's episode of Locked on Pelicans. But before we do that, today's episode of Locked on Pelicans is brought to you by BetOnline.net. Football might be over for this season, but basketball still going on, both pro and college hoops. So for the latest odds, totals, and player props, BetOnline.net is the number one spot for all your sports betting needs. BetOnline remains the best spot for your sports scores, podcasts, and news this season. And it's not just basketball. BetOnline.net is your source for hockey, boxing, UFC odds, right to anything else that's going on. Soccer in there too. So head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and action over at BetOnline.net. BetOnline, where the game starts. All right, thank you for making Locked On Pelicans your first listen. And now for your next listen. Check out the Locked On Now podcast, nightly recaps of every NBA game with analysis from our local experts. It's free, available wherever you get your podcasts. You cannot just look at the NBA.com slash stats box score page and kind of get context of what happened. You need the experts who cover these teams on a daily basis, giving you that one big takeaway from the games that go on. They do it in like 30 seconds. The show is quick. It's a great way to catch up just briefly in a minute on the biggest things that happened the night before so make sure you're listening to the locked on now podcast okay we just went over well again why i think it's a big deal that willie green was out there almost to be expected to an extent but not quite and the fact that he's there really getting into it two thumbs up again i love everything willie green is doing particularly with the new rotation which involves Devonte graham on the bench not in a starting role now I like this. This is definitely the area that he is better suited to. And the addition of CJ McCollum really allowed the Pelicans to do this. They wouldn't have been able to do this otherwise. And I don't know for sure, you know, if you could start Jose Alvarado. I'd like to see it tried a little bit at some point, though. I don't know really where you're going to do that as the Pelicans want to get into the playoffs and be in playoff contention. And you don't exactly have time to, like, experiment, I think, with certain things. So CJ comes in and it just makes this move easier for you. And you're getting dynamic guard play from him, meaning you don't need that necessarily out of a guy like Devontae Graham. This simplifies everything for Devontae Graham. This just lets him go and be a scorer. And I went back and I've watched the three, every shot he took in the three games that he has come off of the bench since this move was made. And he's done significantly better in these three games, okay? The first game, the loss to Dallas, right right before the All-Star break, he took six shots, scored 12 points. The win over Phoenix right after the All-Star break, six shots, 11 points, okay? And then the win over the Lakers on Sunday night, eight shots, 12 points. That's pretty good efficiency, particularly when you start to get six shots, 12 points, six shots, 11 points, and it's almost two points per shot. That is incredible efficiency from him. Helped he's gotten to the line a lot in these games, significantly more so than he has before. By moving to the bench, it's freed him up to just be a scorer. And he doesn't need to think, should I pass? Should I look for a teammate? Or should I take the shot? And when I went back and I've watched all of the shots that he's taken, you can see that there's no hesitation there. 
I, you know, I saw something looked off of this shot a little bit before we went into the All-Star break and before he accepted this bench role. Something was, there was a hitch to it or something, and I think I'd said it a couple times on the podcast. Something was off, and I wondered if that was that moment he was thinking. Not just pulling up, shooting, in a rhythm, doing your thing. Thinking, should I should I pass? Point five offense that Willie Green wants to run. Should I pass? Should I look for a teammate? Should I be shooting this? And I think that gets into his head a little bit. And it threw him off. And now on the bench, he's able to go out and score. When I talk about that two points per shot, that efficiency he was doing, right? The worst game he's had here is 12 points on eight shots. And that's pretty good. He hasn't had a game like that since all the way back on January 24th when he scored 25 points on 14 shots. And that's because he made five threes. He, the most of 2022 has been very, very rough for him. Leading up to this game in all of 2022, he was averaging 11 and a half points on 11 and a half shots. On the season, he's averaging 12.9, so 13 points on 11.7 shots, so 12, right? You see the disparity and the difference right there in the efficiency from him. He's just able to go out and shoot and be a scorer. In these past three games where he's come off the bench, two assists, that's it. And he doesn't need to assist. He doesn't need to do that. He can just go out and score and give the team just enough. Don't forget, this is a guy who is not on a big contract, right? This is a guy who's making $11 million this year. He signed a four-year, $47 million deal. So basically averages out to being, what, 12 a year or so. That's not a lot by NBA standards. Nice bit of money, right? Don't get me wrong, but that's not a lot. We shouldn't be looking at him at being an 18 to 20 point score per game. That's not what his contract is. If he does it, he's massively outpaying it, playing, uh, playing it, but he's not doing that, right? And he wasn't really brought in to be that guy. I like him off the bench. And to get his buy-in to do that, again, Willie Green went over to his house and had that talk with him. This wasn't just, hey, you're coming off the bench. That's how it's going to be. Went and had the conversation with him on like a personal level to get that sort of buy-in. And it worked. And he embraced this. And Devontae Graham has said, anything for the team to try and help them win. This is a guy who, for the most part, has started his whole career after his rookie year. This was a guy that lost his starting spot in Charlotte, came to New Orleans and got it back. These guys like to start. Even if they play the amount of minutes a starter would play, they like to start. There's like a pride in it when it comes to NBA players, right? Even though you might be closing the game, they want to be starting. So to lose that spot is not always the easiest pill to swallow for some of these guys. And Devontae Graham has done that flawlessly and embraced this role and has done well in that. That speaks a lot about him. That speaks a lot about Willie Green and really finding the right role. And on defense... Again, he's not good defensively. He tries. Like, I'll give him that. He definitely tries on defense, but he's not a good defender. You're worried less about that, right? You're worried less about him being undersized when he's with the bench unit and he's not going against other starters who are able to absolutely torch him and hurt the team like that. So this role for him off the bench, perfect. This is exactly what this team should be doing with him. Willie Green has him in the right spot. What you want in your coach is to put guys in position to succeed. You can't necessarily make them play well, right? You wish, <laughs> it'd be great, but you can't always do that. But you can put them in the best spots you think they should be in, and that's going to increase their chances of playing well. And it has here for 
Devontae Graham. <laughs> it was rough, you guys, leading up to this. Again, I just went over some of the numbers in January, like in since 2022, and it had been really rough from January 28th. Wait, hold on. We can go back one more. From January 20... Oh, no, never mind. From January 28th... I just lost it here. Hold on. I'm getting it. I promise. From January 28th, 8.8 points per game on 9.7 shots. It's terrible. Terrible. All this fixed by moving to the bench, eliminating some of that indecisiveness, not getting hurt with him on the on the bench with the defense, and it's worked. And clearly, the Pelicans have enough offense with C.J. McCollum and Brandon Ingram and Jonas Valanciunas in there, too. So all this move is to say it's just been great, and I'm glad to see they're using him in the right spots, and that's been a wonderful thing. All right, coming up, we've got Trey, a Trey Murphy sighting just with the Birmingham squadron. Let's talk about that. Well, I think this is also important. Coming up here next to today's episode of Locked On Pelicans. Before we get to that, though, this episode of Locked On Pelicans is brought to you by rockauto.com. With the ever-increasing number of makes and models out there, it's impossible for your local chain store to stock all the parts you might need. You're going to go in, you're going to ask for whatever it is that you need. They're going to give you whatever they have in stock there, or they're going to order it from their warehouse. And they're going to have one type of part, and you're going to have to pay whatever that price they say. It might be expensive. It might be cheap, because it might not even really fit your car. I've actually run into that in a pinch. It's not a fun situation to wait for a part to come in, start to put it on your car so that your vehicle can drive, right? Because you need your car working to get to work, to go do anything. It's almost like your lifeblood at times. If you put that on there thermostat housing in my case and it doesn't really fit and keep coolant from spilling out everywhere you know you're out of luck it's not a good thing so you get to save time and money when using rockauto.com to get all of the parts you may need so don't choose to spend 30 50 even 100 more on the same parts from a chain store or a car dealership they know you're going to pay it so they're going to jack up the price rockauto.com is a family business serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years and their prices are reliably low for every customer everything you need break tail lamps, motor oil, thermostat housing covers, all of, all of that. So go explore their easy-to-use website. It's super easy. Choose your make, your model, your year. You're going to see everything available for your car or truck and the specifications and price points that you are looking for. So go to rockauto.com right now. See all the parts available for your car or truck right locked on in there. How did you be, hear about us, Box? So they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com. All right, thank you for making Locked On Pelicans your first listen every day. We're free and available wherever you get your podcasts and on YouTube as well. Subscribe to the show. Tell a friend about the podcast as well. And please leave a five-star review with a comment. You ever want to support the show? You love that we're not ESPN, right? I'm talking about the Pelicans and what they did well over the Lakers in that big win when no one on national media was talking about that. No one was saying the Pelicans were great and look how good Brandon Ingram and CJ McCollum looked. It was just the Lakers are crap. And they are. That's fair. They weren't wrong on saying that. But you, I'm Pelicans talk. We're here five days a week. No one else is doing that. Support the show. Um, and it takes all, doing all that takes like 30 seconds. It's not a big deal whatsoever. All right. So the Pelicans announced yesterday that Trey Murphy was going down to the G League and going to try and get some run. I like this. You know, this we don't need to read too much into this. He just hasn't done much and gotten much run with the Pelicans for whatever reason, right? And at this point, I think we trust Willie Green enough to be like, there's probably a reason why Trey Murphy isn't getting minutes, whatever it might be. He's clearly not scared to play a rookie because he's doing that in Herb Jones and starting a rookie and starting a rookie for the majority of the season too. So he's clearly not, you know, like youth adverse or anything like that. It must be something he's seen in practice, something they're concerned about with him. Well, then get the kids some run. 
You have this G League team for a reason. He should be try pinging back and forth as much as possible. And I don't have the Birmingham squadron schedule uh, up here in front of me, but you want to see that he is getting minutes. The practices with the team are important. Practicing with these guys and going against top quality NBA players, not G League guys, is a really important thing. You're going to get better that way. But you also need to kind of get live minutes, like, you know, things at game speed, even if he's better than those guys. And as I'm recording this, the game's going on. He had seven points in the first quarter. He led the team. That's pretty good. And look, they're going to be giving him the ball. They're going to be giving him the green light to shoot. It's just going to how it's going to be. But you still want that. And you want him to succeed at that. So just getting some live reps, not making mistakes, hitting your shots is going to get him on this court. I don't know where he would necessarily fit into this rotation because Overall, I like what we're seeing. I like the Tony Snell minutes. I like the cut down rotation. I imagine Larry Nance will start to get some run too, and you'll, you won't see Billy Hernan Gomez in there, but we love him off the bench. We should probably do a segment on him, actually, and like awesome teammate Billy Hernan Gomez. You know, it might take minutes away from Jackson Hayes or even Jonas Valanciunas for a little bit, but it kind of fits in there so that you can see where Larry Nance Jr. would fit in when he's fully healthy and back up to speed. So that'll be a slow process, I think. So I don't know where Trey Murphy really fits in. So if he's going to get some live reps, it's in the G League. And you have this G League team. You rebranded it. You've spent considerable resources on it. You may as well get him there and get him learning in just getting some minutes because that's an important thing, I think, for young players. They don't always need to learn by being in games. I think those practices and things like that are important. But you're not practicing a ton, let's say, when you have games going on. You're not practicing like every every day or two. You know, you, you get maybe 20 practices a year, maybe a little bit more than that as the season goes on. I'm trying to see how many practices they have. They have three this week. That's not terrible. Um, but you don't often have that when you have travel days and things like that. And those practices really about an hour or so. So getting some significant minutes to get some like live reps in is a really big thing. And I hope the Pelicans keep him there and ping him back and forth, you know, between the team and in Birmingham as much as possible and works with their travel schedule. Hopefully this gets him some minutes on the NBA squad as the season ends. Again, we'll see. I'm not sure. It's very clear that he's not going to be part of the rotation going forward, but this is only going to help him for his future next season and beyond where it should be pretty bright. And if we go by summer league and he was awesome there, things should be good. All right. Things are good right now. Again, happy Mardi Gras. I love this time of year. It's nice to get it back after not having it for a year. So happy Fat Tuesday, wherever you are in the world. We'll see you about a show tomorrow. As always, though, I'm your host, Jake Madison, at Nola Jake on Twitter. And now for your next listen, go check out Locked On NBA. Locked On experts covering the biggest stories around the NBA every Monday through Friday in less than 30 minutes. It's free and available wherever you get your podcasts. Happy Mardi Gras, everybody.